The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We are going to kick things off this hour, though, as expected, with uh, the story Eamon mentioned in the news headlines, and it is the continued crisis at RTE. So the latest development in this on foot of Shuan Nirahalig's resignation at 1am early this morning after Media Minister Catherine Martin effectively fired her, certainly defenestrated her on primetime last night, is a statement from the RTE board, read the remuneration committee. So we got this in just the last few minutes. It points out that that remuneration committee of the board met eight times in 2023, that new terms of reference had been introduced in September and that the committee met on October 9th, 2023 to consider Richard Collins's departure and the payout on foot of that departure. The Director General, Kevin Backhurst, was at that meeting. The recommendation was approved. Indeed, redacted minutes of that meeting have also been provided to us. The day after this meeting of the Remuneration Committee, October 10th, 2023, Shuan Nirahalig, then Chair, now former Chair, contacted the Secretary General of the department directly by telephone and updated her about the meeting of the remuneration committee and its outcome. So this wasn't a lowly civil servant, an anonymous civil servant. This was the most senior civil servant in Catherine Martin's department knew that the remuneration committee had sat and had approved Richard Collins' payout. Willie O'Reilly is with me. He's a columnist at the Business Post, former group commercial director of RTE. Matt Carthy as well, the Sinn Féin TD. Gentlemen, you're both very welcome. Willie, how do you interpret these latest developments? Well, a bit of context, first of all, with this crisis. About a year ago, Shane Ross and I had a cup of tea and he was telling me, this is in the public realm, that he was thinking of writing a book about the ERT crisis. I said, Shane, that's a bit thin. This will probably wash out in six months. Now I think he might have to go to two books about it because every week there's a new chapter, a new twist and turn, and nobody seems to be able to control it. I watched last night in television. I thought public executions were illegal. I felt like I was in North Korea. You know, Miriam helped the minister load the gun, pointed it deftly, and then the minister pulled the trigger. And it was the trigger was pulled really be, through the question, do you have faith in Kevin Backhurst? Because the minister said yes, but couldn't confirm it. Um, and for somebody who has given her time to public service, who has a real commitment to it, and only who gets a pay stipend of 30000 a year, that was a very humiliating mm. piece of television last night. It, you know, we talk about transparency. You know, we should. But, you know, you should conduct your business in private. And the minister was really badly advised. And, you know, my question as well is to the civil service, where was the Sir Humphrey, where was Bernard, the permanent undersecretary, to stop the minister doing that interview? She was very ill-advised to do it, but the people who advised her should have stopped it. Do you suspect, Willie, that she was trying to stamp some authority on this situation because that has been the most consistent criticism of Catherine Martin. I think she's shown she has a deft hand. She's handled it quite well. This was a misstep. Um, She probably wanted to show that she was the boss. I mean, I'm I'm reading between the lines here. Again, it was badly advised because actually... As we all, we all know, these events are nuanced in different ways. Who knew what at what time? Um, who knows everything? And the answer is nobody knows everything. So it really was a big slip 
you know, she's not a person who's shown a tendency mm. in this direction. Perhaps we can show some forgiveness for it. But she left the chairperson or the chair, as she called it, in an untenable position late last night, where it was very clear, you know, in the comparison with Backhurst and herself, that the minister had no faith. And as I say, she has to take that responsibility. But some question has to be asked about what are generally called reminders. How did this Car crash um, I mean, it's it's worth pointing out as well. I think, Willie, that uh, given so much of this crisis has focused on kind of failures of corporate governance and a lack of oversight in RTE and by the RTE board of spending that was happening on the other side of the house, as it were, that actually in this situation with regard to Richard Collins, what happened is exactly what was meant to happen. The remuneration committee met, they looked at this, Correct. they approved it, they signed it off. And the very next day, Shuani Rahalik picked up the phone, phoned the secretary general at the department and said, listen, this has happened and we've approved it. There's actually no need for a RTE board of full approval. That's not required. So they did everything by the book. What she's they actually been effectively book. fired for is... Uh, is is an omission in a meeting last week with the minister. Now, I'm not defending that, but it, I mean, there's degrees yeah. of wrongdoing. That doesn't yeah, sound no, to me no, like I'm a hanging offence. I'm not offense. anybody here either myself. I'm just saying these are extraordinary lapses. Uh, there was uh, somebody on radio as well talking about the payment to him. You know, and again, I'm being careful here. Richard had a, a, has a career ahead of him and could have been an RT for another 10 years. So to have paid him off with one year salary in, in terms of business, it's good business. You know, so on a lot of levels, this was actually handled very well. And now the chairperson is gone. Matt Carthy, I mentioned, is with us as well. Uh, the Sinn Féin TD. Matt, you're welcome to the show um, also. Do you have faith in Catherine Martin as Minister? No, I don't have faith in this government to take a handle on this issue that has now been running for over a year. Government have been on the back foot at every single turn, and that's particularly the case with Minister Martin. Essentially, and we're at a disadvantage because she's currently given a press conference that we can't hear um, at, at the moment. I'm sure you'll report on it afterwards. Um, but up until this point, every single time the minister has been put on the spot, she has said she is not responsible, that it's always somebody else's problem. Earlier this week, I was very critical of the minister because she revealed, um, according to her, that it was Monday um, when she first received a briefing on the severage um, packages at RTE, um, despite the fact that the findings of the McCann Fitzgerald report had emerged three weeks ago. Now we're told by Shuna Rahali in her statement late last night, but now also by the full RTE board, that the Minister's Secretary General was actually informed back in October of at least one um, one exit package. And remember, the reason why this was in the public interest, because all of this started as a result of huge concerns with regard to the wastage of public money by RTE, or at least the mismanagement of public money, as I would see it, by RTE. And therefore, the fact that essentially secret deals were being done for those who, at their various levels and to various degrees, were actually overseeing the problems in the first instance, were receiving um, packages to go on their way, something that wouldn't be available to many others. Um, and essentially, what we have had is a minister who has washed her hands or pointed the finger and failed 
utterly to actually take responsibility for her role, which is to be the minister responsible for this semi-state body. Well, uh, we just got a, a, a copy of the statement being made by the Minister Catherine Martin and uh, what she says is that she asked Shuni Rahlig on Monday and Wednesday um, of this week whether uh, she or the board had played any role in approving either of the two recent severance packages and uh, Shuni Rahlig replied no. On Thursday, Shuni Rahlig contacted the department to correct the record and to say uh, that she now remembered that the remuneration committee which she chaired had met to approve the Richard Collins exit package. I am aware of suggestions so goes on the Minister that Miss Nirahalik had informed the former Secretary General of my department that the board had approved the exit package for Richard Collins. This is what Catherine Martin has to say. I discussed this matter with the former Secretary General yesterday and today to check if this was the case. She has been clear that while she was informed by phone that the independent mediation process on an exit package for Mr Collins had finally reached a conclusion, she has no recollection of being told that it was approved by the board's remuneration committee. So what we have is a statement from the RTE board which very, very clearly says that the Secretary General was informed and updated of the remuneration committee and its outcome. The Minister said saying, well, the Secretary-General doesn't remember that. So that's the latest, Matt. I, I think it's interesting when you, when you um, see what she is saying. So in, at, at some point and to some level, the Secretary-General was informed that a process had concluded. Now, the obvious question is, was the Minister at that stage informed? And at any point in the course of either immediately after that, in, in response to the McCann Fitzgerald report, in response to the revelations and the public revelations of, of this week, in respect of any of this me- these meetings that the Minister took play, um, and partook with the DG and Chair of RTE, did at any stage she actually go to her officials and say, what information did we have and what clarification did we seek in respect of any of these um, points? Because if the Secretary-General was informed that a process had concluded, and I assume that she informed her minister of that fact, the obvious question would be, from a minister's perspective, well, what did that conclusion involve? And therefore, the minister has no no um, um, right, in my view, to simply say that she wasn't, uh, wasn't aware. Likewise, in response to um, Shuan O'Rahilly's um, conversation with her yesterday, did the minister then revert back to her own officials to see what information was in the possession of the department? Mm. And is it, would it be I'm aware of suggested that I would take, that she would have a meeting with the chair before she actually goes on national television to sack the same chair, which is essentially what she did. Willie O'Reilly, what, what is uh, your analysis of that? Well, Deputy uh, Carthy makes some very good points there. Um, but you almost feel that at one stage now we're going to suggest we should bring in Mazars to do a report. And that's the last thing is we need another report. The issue was going on television. The nuances there, she should have done all of the things that we've heard and perhaps things could have been better. But why do you conduct your business on national television? It is not a good look. It's never successful. It was a very unthinking way to carry this out. And I'll tell you why it's a problematic as well. Because when you lose a chairperson from any organisation so quickly, you throw the board into disarray and the chief executive. Because where do you find the next chairperson? Who wants a job where... 
we've effectively had yeah. two chairpersons who've left in disarray. How do you persuade them to come in? There'll be huge public scrutiny from the media, rightly about it. People, good people will be afraid to put their hand up and people who are maybe promoted by ego will step forward. Mm. So you've now created a, a, a really disorganised process. When the chairperson leaves an organisation, it should always be done by at least a month or two months notice. Well, uh, listen, the story doesn't show any signs of going anywhere. Sure, I'm sure we'll speak again. Um, Willie, before I let you go, I mean, as a director who left in 2017, I do have to ask whether uh, there was an exit package offered to you. Yes, there was. Yeah, no, and that's all in the public domain. If you get out the 2017 uh, report, you'll see that myself and 84 other people left uh, in uh, 2017 as part of the arrangements there. So, yes, the answer is not, there's nothing hidden. It's been in the public domain since the report was uh, printed. Willie O'Reilly, columnist of the Business Post, former Group Commercial Director at RTE, Matt Carthy, Sinn Fein TD. Gentlemen, thank you both very much for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.